This is poetic. You just gotta watch it happen. The six and six. Kyle Lowry with the ring. Kawhi Leonard bringing a chip to the city. I want my chips with the dip. That's all I know. I don't want my <laughs> chips playing. I want my chips with the dip. So bring them dips. That dynasty's over. We did what we had to do. Oh, that was Drake uh, reveling and not making a lot of sense in the win last night as oh, Raptors became the 2019 NBA champions. And I was asking if finally you think that Toronto is over their inferiority complex. Uh, I've opened up the phone lines and lo and behold, one of my faves, JYD's on the line. Uh, welcome to the show. Listen, as a former Raptor, what did that win feel like for you? <laughs> it was awesome. It was uh, it was a dream come true because anybody that's played for the Raptors, that definitely resigned for the Raptors, such as myself and others, um, have been committed to the organization and trying to uh, see it through to a championship. And when uh, they were able to overcome the adversity of, of playing the defending champs, uh, playing arguably the best team in, in, in this decade, uh, that it was it was an amazing time just for uh, to see them, you know, in game one and, you know, losing by one in game five. I was up in Toronto, and, and I knew they were going to win. Uh, but it, it, it was glad to actually see it come to fruition. Yeah, no doubt about it. The Warriors were playing uh, maybe harder than they ever have to uh, win that game last night and force a Game 7. We saw um, a couple more injuries happen with uh, an ACL tear with Thompson, and uh, just awful, you know? Yeah, I mean, it just goes to show what, how how large the stakes are when it comes to the NBA Finals. Guys will do things that they don't normally um, do or try, just or, or not, not necessarily try, but just from the mere fact that they know every bucket, every possession, every um, instance of the game, minute and second count. And you saw that with, you know, Kevin Durant uh, pushing the limits of his body, uh, coming back, you know, two, one to two weeks early just because – it, it was a do or die uh, scenario for for Golden State, and then you see Clay Thompson hamstring, mm-hmm. uh, you know, continuing to play, continuing to push the envelope, uh, you know, going up for for a you know highly highly percentage dunk instead of uh, just trying to lay it in, and then him injuring his ACL. These are career potentially career ending injuries that guys are willing to you know basically go after you know, to secure, you know, legacy, to secure championships because, you know, as Golden State has done in the past, they've won championships and they know how hard it is to get there, to sustain it. And now, you know, the Raptors got a taste of it. They won their championship. The organization is now, uh, you know, within the same breath as, as every other organization that has a, has won at least one championship. And it's a building process. And I remember – being a part of that building process of trying to win championships and staying with the organization and working for the organization to continue that uh, that goal, you know, after my, my playing days. 
So it's awesome. It's an awesome feeling. You talk about uh, the building process. Let's talk about the Raptors fan building process. I, last time I had you on the show, I didn't know uh, because I'm not looking at my phone. I'm looking at you. You're in studio with me. My husband's texting, asked JYD if he remembers me because I had season tickets during uh, his time with the Raptors, and it was like a little bit of a joke. But he said that he credited you a lot of the times with teaching new Toronto Raptors fans when it was time to celebrate, when the play was really good. Have you, through this series and watching the the Raptors fans react and the excitement across Canada, have you um, started to see that Raptors fans are fi- finally catching on to exactly what a good play is in basketball and really understand this game enough to actually make it... Um, as far as fan base goes, maybe even surpass hockey fans in the city of Toronto? Oh, you know what? That's a great question by your husband because it, in the beginning, you know, the fans, they were in a learning phase of actually what was good basketball and what wasn't. Uh, I, I can see many plays from this team th- throughout the playoffs and throughout this different series where, you know, hustle plays such as Kyle Lowry going off of, after rebounds at the end of games. Uh, to secure the win in closing seconds, or Marcus saw two offensive rebounds in the in under two minutes to play last night. That really just you know took the breath out of that Golden State not only team but out of the the fans. And those are the winning plays that may not get the same accolade as a, a step back you know Van Bleet three uh, that that of course pumps up the crowd, but. There's so many other things and aspects of the game that, as your husband brings to light, that if you learn those things, they, they help to bring the fans more into the game and to give the team more energy. I was there to bring the team energy, and, 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 and I tried my best to make sure that the fans understood, hey, these are great plays, and you can cheer for that because if you cheer for that, it's really going to you know, help push and give your team momentum. And that's what they said. They said, man, the dog pound is so, you know, has so much energy and it's so crazy. Well, that dog pound turned into Jurassic Park. And Jurassic Park is... Inspired Canada. Solidified in the history of, of, you know, not only NBA basketball, but the world. Mm-hmm. Because the world saw the first team ever outside the United States get a title that the whole country can celebrate. You know, the Lakers can't say that. San Antonio Spurs can't say that. Even the Boston Celtics, all the championships, can't say that. They cannot say that a whole country cheered for just them. And that's the difference. That That's a huge, huge difference. Uh, and the Raptors were the first team to ever have that. And I remember when they first signed the papers to get that, because I was part of it, and they told me what it was, and sort of what it meant uh, in terms of value. You know, every championship they will win after this one, their team value, I believe, will surpass even that of the ones in the States. We're speaking with Jerome Williams. Championships are crazy, Kelly. You know how it is. Yeah, well, now I do. (laughs) We're speaking with Jerome Williams, who, of course, is JYD, uh, former Raptor. And, you know, once a Raptor, always a Raptor, especially in your case. You're one of the fan faves. Let's talk about, I really want to get uh, into the game of basketball with you, especially that fourth quarter. Uh, What's that like for you 
a professional ball player watching that fourth quarter. And can you help us understand what was going on at the very end? Because, uh, you know, I think a lot of us mouths were agape looking at Kawhi Leonard saying, yeah, um, you need to do I get my shot? What was happening there? And what happens in the mind of a professional ball player when you watch that go down? And you're talking about uh, the championship game for the NBA. Well, it's a countdown to destiny. I mean, every second, every possession, it, it matters. And, you know, it's going to be tough to put down a defending champion. You saw Draymond Green hit a big three there at the end. And Van Vliet comes back with a three to really give, give that same push. As I said, Mark Gasol, offensive rebounds, Kyle Lowry uh, penetrating into the paint, hitting a tough, I mean, seriously tough fadeaway uh, shot over two defenders. Kawhi Leonard getting the ball and, you know, really forcing the issue, being strong down low, getting a layup, not settling for, you know, a tough shot outside the key. Those are winning plays, and those are the plays that, you know, not only that, but defensively, uh, you know, are the plays that take out a defending champion, especially on their home floor. Uh, Golden State put everything on the line. They let it all out there. Multiple injuries to their starting lineup. Uh, Boogie Cousins, you know, trying to get his first title. There was so much at stake for them. Uh, Iggy Dallas talked about it. He said "This this is a part of Steph Curry's legacy that he was trying to help. And they were willing to give up their bodies for that. And rightfully so. Uh, but it just wasn't their night. But you watch you know, that happen. Time. You watch that happen, uh, them lose the game in the championship, and immediately you look at Steph Curry, walk over to Kawhi Leonard, walk over to Lowry, give them big hugs, and the celebration. It, it, is that um, indicative of basketball and how much the players respect and really like each other? Is it a massive brotherhood? It's not It's not indicative because there's been series where they're – ready to fight. There's been series where players have walked off and not even shook hands because they're so emotionally involved or they can't detach from, you know, hey, everybody laid out in line. That was the best part about actually watching these playoffs was the the friendships. You know, I I saw multiple players from, you know, from opposite teams, Raptors and Golden State, fall down where the other team would actually help them up. Um, That typically does not happen in the playoffs. But within the Raptors organization, Golden State, there was such a mutual respect. Um, That's why it was so tough for the uh, Golden State Warriors um, when the fans initially booed Kevin Durant. Yeah, you know, do you think they knew what was going on? They, you know what, they sort of did not know exactly the extent of his injury. They thought maybe, you know, in my opinion, they thought that he would just, you know, maybe had just re-aggravated his injury mm-hmm. originally, the calf, not, you know, a career, potentially career. They would ne- never cheer for that. And they quickly responded and tried to realize after Kyle Lowry and others from the Toronto Raptors said, no, 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 that's not the thing to do. They tried to recover. Um, but the damage, you know, was, was a little bit done already. But at the same time, 
they still try to do things such as, you know, a GoFundMe account for Kevin Durant. Right. Sending flowers. Also, yeah. Yeah. And, I mean, you know, it seems, you know, trivial and small, but in the realm of basketball, you actually got a – the fans of Toronto got the attention of the world, the world of basketball because of those gestures. Like, you don't – that wouldn't happen in Philly. <laughs> right. That wouldn't happen in, in other areas of the United States where – no, this is what we do. We, we we do everything and anything to get that Larry O'Brien Bryant trophy, and but we don't do that beyond you know a player getting hurt, and and that's that's the that's the thing that you know I think that they did recover from, and and even Golden State understood that 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 was not their true intention. JYD, I want to just ask you very quickly because I know we don't have a lot of time. I actually am talking through some uh, breaks here, but I just I. I love when I have you on the show. I'd love to make you a regular if you're not doing anything once a week. Maybe we can talk about whatever. But Kawhi Leonard, I think we have to talk about Kawhi. How important is it that he stays in Toronto for that Raptors franchise, in your opinion? In my opinion, you know, Kawhi has now solidified himself into Raptor supremacy. Finals MVP, the first ever. The first ever to bring a championship to Toronto uh, you know, whether or not he signs, which, I mean, obviously I've already told you on this show that he's signing, he's re-signing with the Raptors um, because that's my hope and that's my dream. But even if he did not, he would still be one of the greatest Raptors of all time because of what he was able to bring in one year. One year, you know, it, it, that's harder to do and it takes a very unique person, a very unique drive, uh, a calmness. And you, you could just see what he has changed the culture of this team with his demeanor and his approach to the game of basketball. The concentration, the you know, focus, all those factors, being about basketball, totally not trying to be a superstar or trying to take credit for things, has, you know, taking this team to a new height because he's the leader. And if he does resign, that's obviously going to give the JYD, Raptors, come on, you mean when he does resign? When he resigns, yeah. that's going to give the Raptors everything they need to be in, be in championship contention every year. Every year they'll be in championship contention. And that's a decision that he'll make, ultimately. Uh, but at the end of the day, what's done is done. Larry Tannenbaum, Masai Jury, all the Raptors uh, organization, front office, and the team have done what they've come to do. And guess what? Going into our 25th anniversary. Are you going to be at the parade Monday? M- Listen, on Monday, <laughs> yeah. I have to see what I can do because it's going to be you got to make it happen going to be crazy you got to make it happen (laughs) yeah you have to make it happen and if you do come in on monday we'd love to have you back on the show jyd it's always a pleasure having you on the program i mean that quite sincerely uh this has been uh one of the highlights of my year getting to know you and having you on the program thank you so much for doing this you got it thank you so much for having me congratulations on being, (laughs) being part of the winning franchise